Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our 20s podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy be Monday. How we doing? We're doing. We're doing. We're doing. It's yeah, sunny what about there. You? What? It's sunny there. Oh yeah. I, I actually really caught me off guard. Um I and I went for a walk before and in what you're seeing me and no one can see me, but I'm wearing like a black sweatshirt and like heavy clothing. Um I was dripping sweat. I didn't know what to do with myself. Oh wow. Yeah, definitely a gorgeous, gorgeous day. For a gorgeous, gorgeous gal. What's with everyone in the hot girl walks? I don't know. I don't know. When do we call it that? Like, it's just walk. I I honestly have never heard that, but I'm going to assume it's something trendy. You never heard hot girl walks? I mean, I only saw Liz post it yesterday, but I know that's like the trendy thing. Everyone's like out for my hot girl walk. Oh, oh my God. We must have like been ahead of the curve. I know. We walk all the time. Mm, I we, love that. we've been hot girls forever <laughs> we're just gonna get hotter can the people handle it can they can't they can't handle it <laughs> but like what's difference what's the difference between a hot girl walk and a regular walk I don't know you know like those trends where it's like going on a stupid walk for my stupid mental health like maybe it's like that like you know like out for my stupid walk yeah, but yeah. like really not <laughs> stupid but more affirmative yeah yeah hot girl walks. Anyway. okay feel like also I've heard a lot of people I don't know why this session is um things that people have been saying but I've heard I just used it a second ago that like about making our statements more affirmative rather than like negative oh I haven't heard that see I'm also like uncultured (laughs) when it comes to pop culture like it's so funny because there are so many ways in which I'm like oh my god I fucking I fucking know my shit when it comes to a lot of like social media e type of things at least more than I did like in college or something but when it comes to like very specific like Liz Ash our friends will always reference like vines or like stuff like that or like things happening with it's celebrities not, and I, it's not vines no one's on vine anymore no but like they'll reference an old vine okay 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa. you got nervous I'm dead I got nervous. like oh my god um but I never know what they're talking about and like I very openly admit that so anyways haven't heard that either also what was your um debate today about like you who's what was that Oh, oh my God. I'm so glad you brought this up. Number one, it's not you who's we're talking about. We're talking about Drake's snacks. Okay. Not what not you who chocolate milk. Oh, that one is it yodels. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Bear with me here. Bear with me here. So last night I had a dream about a yodel. You know what a yodel is, right? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. I, and I woke up and I was like, I need a yodel. I need one. So I went into the living room and I was like, Josh, 
I need a yodel. And he was like, oh shit, like yodels. Like I haven't had yodel in forever. I'm like, I know I haven't had a yodel in probably 10 years, but I need one because I had a dream about one and now I fucking need a yodel. So then, you know, we went on a whole tangent about Drake snacks, yodels, ding dongs, coffee cakes. And we were like, what's the best? And we were like comparing and contrasting. And I told Josh, you can't put coffee cakes in with the chocolate treats because very different very very different but he said you have to and people have to choose so um if you haven't seen it there was a poll up on josh's instagram story that i shared debating which drake's snack is the best snack um because nostalgia and a few hours ago yodels was winning what's winning now I don't know. I, I have I, I have to get the update. I'll text Josh and see if he can come tell us. But up until a few hours ago, Yodos was winning. But then Caitlin, my sister, was like, no, it's obviously coffee cakes. That was our childhood. We ate coffee cakes all the time. And I was like, yeah, we also ate Yodos all the time. And then, and Scooby Snacks. And then I was like, what about Entenmann's cakes? Because we used to have those all the time. It was too like, the one with the chocolate chips and the crumblies on top or the chocolate with the chocolate frosting. And I'm just like in a mood for nostalgic snacks. And then, so yesterday, so I tried to get a yodel, but the convenience store that I went to didn't have any Drake's treats. They only had Hostess, which is not as good as Drake's, not as good as Drake's, but I got, they had Hostess ding-dongs or something like that. (laughs) And they were good. They were definitely good, but they were not, not as good as the Drake's snacks. Understood. So the two that came to mind in this moment for me were the Entenmann's cookies. So the soft, soft chocolate chip cookies. I was never a fan of those. I loved them. Uh, People did love those. What is, what does a cosmic brownie classify as? Oh, okay. So that's like a whole separate category so you have drakes you have entomans you can have a hostess category but that kind of sucks that's like like um less superior as drakes and then you have like i forget what the brand was but the cosmic brownies and the zebra cakes and like those that's a whole nother thing we need you what is the what is the um what's the like the metrics on our on our poll at the moment he's he's here to give us the live up to be continued we need to know he looks stressed <laughs> we got what? six people who have voted for devil dogs <laughs> what do you yeah, know? suckers and losers including my mother um yeah. i know i hate to see it um we have 30 votes for sea cakes which is coffee cakes 35 votes for yo Yoders, and then 25 for dingers yodels are still in the lead it's only 245 here though so we've got time out of they've got 36 percent of the vote okay okay that's pretty crazy also the next poll we need to do is remember like cosmic brownies and zebra cakes so that could be one and also like entomond cakes little debbies that's why we have them here Debbie's. Why don't I know what that is? You think Ellie and Ghost would get along? Yeah, I think they would get along. Ellie, look. Oh, there's a new segment on the charity stripe called Put It in My Mouth. No. 
Yeah, but also I get to be an executive producer on that because I gave you the idea. Can I host it? At Julia asked for a royalty. I did give you the idea. A royalty. No, I came to you about how important yodels were on the EP. Thank you, one percent royalty. Thank you. I I can host it, and you guys can all be the tasters. And episode, I get this is my IP. It's it's exclusively, exclusively. <laughs> it is like this is my IP. Uh, okay, thank you for consulting. Thank you very much. About put it in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> you have to speak into the microphone. We're gonna blindfold somebody. Okay. And then put like four things down and then do they're gonna have to guess what it is, but they're gonna be like objects like that. It should be pretty obvious. <laughs> it should be very obvious. Okay. Not like, oh, McDonald's Diet Coke and Burger King Diet Coke. It's like McDonald's Diet Coke, McDonald's orange soda. <laughs> it's just like very obvious. Okay. Well, also this came out because I'm calling him out. Nikki Snacks Crater doesn't even know snacks. He doesn't even know any snacks. Oh, shoot. Nikki Snacks from the charity stripe didn't know what Drake's snacks were, and he calls himself Nikki Snacks. I'm absolutely get out of here. Fraud. He's what a fraud. A fraud. Okay, thank you for your consulting. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. Okay, um, so yeah, so that's that's how that whole debate started. And um that's where we're at. So Yodos are Yodos are in the win. Amazing. We we honestly appreciate the update. Thank you so much. Yeah. And um I'm I'm just gonna say it. Hostess way, way under the Drake's okay. level of tastiness. I don't think I have tasted all of them, obviously. So um maybe I'll have to do a tasting myself. Yeah, I think you would. Amazing. I love that for me. Everybody knows that Brenna and I are super big on habits and having and maintaining habits that help us live our best lives. And sometimes we need a little help tracking those habits so that we can make sure we're staying on top of things in order to reach our goals, whatever our goals may be. And that's why today we're talking about Noom. Noom is a great tool to help you track your habits in order to reach your health and wellness goals, whatever they may be if you have them, which if you don't, all good. But if you have a health or wellness goal, Noom is a great tool to help you out. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. And again, this is so personal. And Noom understands that everybody's goals are unique and what works for someone else might not work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible. It focuses on progress and not perfection, which we love, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that is comfortable and right for you, whatever those goals may be. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Anyways, should we move on to our favorite segment? Oh, we should. We shall. It's time for Pride and Pickle. Pride and Pickle. Pride and Pickle. Uh Uh-huh. My pride. Let's see. 
My pride this week is, it's like half a pickle wrapped into a pride. But the pride piece of it is that I'm proud of the way I reacted to, and this is the pickle, um, is that yesterday me and our dear friend Elizabeth were walking our sweet new baby Ellie and I found a tick on her ear and I was panicking um, internally, internally, just because I'm like, oh my God, like she doesn't even have any like protection or whatever against that yet because she's so small. Yeah, Um, you have a lot of ticks in your area, right? You definitely need protection for her definitely a hundred percent um we totally have them I don't even know if it was here maybe or like when it was I think that's the part that I'm like that I hate is I'm like I don't know what how long this has been here can't be that long um but yeah and it was just crazy because literally on Monday we went to the vet for like her checkup for like getting the rest of her vaccines and that's the day they gave us the like tick pill that she's supposed to take monthly yeah and we didn't give it to her yet because it was the day before and I found the tick the next day. So I'm like, mm. fuck. Um, so I am proud of the way that I just like reacted because I think I could have easily just been like, oh my God, I don't know. Just like yeah. been emotional or something. Um, but I feel like we both handled it really well. We took it out with some tweezers and then I took her to the vet um, and they got the rest out and whatnot. So unfortunately she does have to go back in a couple weeks just to like get tested and whatnot to make sure all is good but if she is like positive for anything they could still treat it which is a yeah thing. that's a good thing about dogs as long as you take them to the vet and you get checked out like that most things are treatable if they're caught early so yeah. I don't think you have anything to worry about and they do have a Lyme vaccine that you can get for her yeah I I that, that's what they were saying to us I guess the day before but I don't know how that works for after like um I'm I don't know they have the treatment for I know that they have a treatment for if she tests positive for after but also just because of where you live it's probably good for her to have that yeah she's able to get it yeah no we just ordered like a lot of a lot (laughs) we just ordered like repellents and whatnot for like our house and then um whatever she needs because obviously she's not only going to be here so that was the pride into the the pig type of thing and then my pickle like actual pickle, which is just random because this happened today. So it made me think about it is for some reason from my computer, when I go to text myself something, some sort of like glitch happens in my computer where it sends it to, I, it's also a testament to me moving way too quickly and like hitting send too quickly and trusting too much (laughs) and moving too quickly for my own brain. But for some reason it sends to other people. So today instead of sending myself my habit tracker, it's sent to Julia. No fucking clue how. It's not like she was even the message underneath. No. The other day, like, it's just Julia. It's fine. I could send her my butt cheek and it's okay. It's but, like, the other day, I was trying to, like, send myself, like, my parents, um, like, personal, like, license, social security, all this shit. And it's sent to a group chat of people that, like, I don't think are going to steal their information. <laughs> but, like, <sighs> if my parents, like, personal information oh, sent no. And they were bizarre. I know. And I'm like, isn't this people's like worst nightmare? Like for their random shit to be just like distributed elsewhere. So, um, that's my pickle is I got to figure that out or like, maybe just like break my computer with a hammer and get a new one. Oh wait, I don't understand why that's happening. Are are you sure it's a glitch and you're just not doing it by accident? I don't know. Well, what? Okay. So I'm definitely when I'm going to send myself something, probably clicking too quickly where I'm not catching when it's selecting someone else fast enough but I'm confused about why it's choosing who it's choosing like I wonder if it's like it's very weird 
I know. I'm like, I wonder if it's like when I'm typing maybe a message or something to myself that like, if I wrote just that it like J-U, Julia, like, I don't know, maybe like in that sense, but I don't fucking know, dude. I don't weird. know. That's weird. Well, be careful out there. Yeah. Be careful out there with them um, who you send things to, but yeah, be careful. <laughs> um my pride I'll do a pride and pickling one too my pride was that this past weekend Nathan and I went for our anniversary to Joshua Tree and we stayed in this like really cute little Airbnb and it was so much fun Joshua Tree is super beautiful um and I had never been there so very different experience and really beautiful to be like out in the desert but the pickle part of it was that our Airbnb was literally in the middle of nowhere so like there were not even roads to get to the airbnb like it was just dirt you just had to drive in a direction on dirt and it was so remote like when you looked outside of our airbnb there's no houses like you look as far as the eye can see in all directions and it's just desert like just desert which was very cool because it was such like a interesting experience but also horrifying at night because we were like someone is gonna come and attack us oh my god no that would definitely freak me out it was a little scary but it was really fun and beautiful and amazing and like being so remote at night was also gorgeous because like the stars are incredible because you don't have any light pollution um Mm -hmm. but going to bed was a little creepy yeah oh my gosh I feel like we let scary stories which like of course everybody take care of yourself be safe but I feel like we let scary stories that we hear like penetrate into our reality sometimes you were in the middle of nowhere but even today Julia I feel pathetic for this and I do want to hear all about this trip um but I just think this is honestly embarrassing comparatively to yours I was in my own home in here and all of a sudden somebody just knocks on the door that I don't know. And I literally ran away. I didn't even open the door and I came and I literally ducked and covered and I held Ellie in the arms. <laughs> and I have a picture because I would, I sent it to Liz and I was like, I don't know why I'm, oh, hello. Um, I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. And I just like, like bunkered in here. Well, do you know who it was? No, no idea. It was a man with an iPad, but I didn't feel safe. <laughs> oh, no, I, you should not open the door for strangers. You shouldn't, right? Like, but isn't it crazy cool. that, like, back in the day, they just did? Like, people just opened the door. But now, yeah. like, I would never open the door if I didn't know who it was. No, 100%. That's why I was like, wait, I'm, is this stupid? But, like, I also don't want to open the door even after I reflected on it. No, but I, I would do the same thing. You don't need to be embarrassed at all. Thank God. But I was just like, I mean, I could, hello. I could just be oh, in. Oh, oh my God. What are you doing? Oh my God. That's so cute. I think she's trying she to wants sleep. To sit. I think she's trying to sleep. Like she has this thing. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm holding Ellie, but I'm going to put her on the floor. Go ahead on the floor. Go ahead on the floor. Okay. Okay. Um, she loves to have her head held. So I think anywhere, yeah. like if it's not your hand, she like being held by the armrest even if her butt was up in the air that was so cute that was really cute you're very cute um Um, no I I don't think that that you were over dramatic at all I'd do the same thing but it is really crazy that like when our parents were like kids like they would just like open the door yeah remember the game ding dong ditch oh do I remember ding dong ditch 
Oh, I'm sorry. Did you coin it? <laughs> <laughs> that was my game. No, it wasn't. I would get too nervous to play that game. I'd be like, I'm going to disturb someone. Yeah, I would just be like one of the kids that ran away and like probably went along with the crowd and didn't think it was right. Wow. Also, remember um, what was that that game where you would like leave like a paper bag on someone's like like door and you're like you got ghosted or whatever it was is that it? I think it yeah I think that is it. But that would I think today that would freak me out. I'd probably throw it out. I'd throw out the candy. Right. I'd be like who? Right. Exactly. I'd be like who poisoned this candy and put it on my door so that I would die a terrible death. Wow. We've definitely lost trust in each other understood understood um would you tell our listeners some like highlights from your trip um yeah sure so it was in the middle of absolutely nowhere um I did take us on a flying lesson um as I was driving there because I don't know how to drive on dirt roads and apparently I was going too fast oh (laughs) hit a bump and we went a flying but we're okay very safe we're all okay um but yeah, it was literally in the middle of nowhere, but it was really beautiful. Like the sunsets were amazing and the nature is really cool. And like the stars are really beautiful at night. And we just went for like two days and we just like cooked and hung out and like was chilling with the nature. And there was a hot tub it was really nice. It was Ooh. super nice. It was just fun to get away somewhere different. Like Nathan's been there, but I'd never been there before. And I always wanted to go because I heard the stars were incredible <laughs> and the stars at night were so incredible it's really crazy how much light pollution there is in LA like similar to New York like there you don't see stars at night and like when you go away like I feel like you get more stars a little bit like where you are but it's a whole different game when it's like literally no lights at all because if you looked out from the house like there were just no lights because there were no other houses and there was no stores and there was no roads it was just like dirt wow that's crazy you know that and that's so beautiful I feel like just anywhere I just I I guess I love hearing about people's trips in in general obviously I just like care for you and and your trips and your experiences anyways but um I don't know I just feel like getting away gives such a perspective shift even if it's for a little bit for so many people just just between like being able to operate out of a different energy or being able to like see that like relaxation is possible Oh and yeah, we definitely felt like so relaxed. Like I think both of us were like, "Oh wow!" Like we feel like relaxed. And even though we both had to work a little bit while we were there, it it just felt very different. Like it just felt super relaxing. But then also, we were like, we had an amazing time. But we were also grateful to come home because we were like, "Oh my god!" Like civilization because we were yeah. so remote mm-hmm. that it was like, "Oh wow." Like, yeah. like civilization's cool. Like we're we're, we're glad cool. for it. We're, we're glad. Oh, thank thank goodness for civilization. But it was it was really beautiful and very cool to have like that kind of experience. And we were like, we don't know if we'd stay that remote again because yeah. of the creepy factor at night. Like if it was just the two of us again. But it was like cool to have done something like that because it was just so different. Totally. But it was, it was super fun. Shifting gears a little bit, but we had an amazing conversation with Ashley Schaefer on Thursday from the episode that you guys heard. And I just wanted to reflect on it for a minute because I thought that it was so different and something so fun. And clothes were like, we wear them every day. But I don't know if we always take like so much time to think about them other than just like, we wear this every day and we like want to buy things. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I thought it was like super eye-opening because I think that like a lot of the questions I was asking too, honestly, were like rooted in my own, um, I mean, I think it's, it's relatable, but like, I think we're rooted in my own like thoughts and feelings when it comes to clothing too. Like I definitely go through phases. I find that, and this is just me being transparent. I find that I'm significantly more inclined to find clothes that I like and treat myself to clothing when I feel more comfortable in my skin. Mm -hmm. And I find that when I don't feel comfortable in my skin, that I almost wear like things that are um, least, uh, no, not less flattering, but like things that like hide my body more. Right. Um, and it like literally just happens to be a fact. But what's interesting is I love that she shared with us so much about like dressing for your body today all the time. Um, because I think that to an extent, even if it's not intentional, if we are in different phases of how our body looks or how we feel in our body, treating it differently in the way that we dress it I think it does send a subliminal like message to ourselves of like oh you're not worthy of wearing beautiful clothing because your body is like this and I guess I didn't really connect that piece I I probably like knew to an extent but I didn't fully connect that so I think that was interesting for me to like reflect on is just being conscious of like what choices I make and how I um, like take care of me and what messages that sends to myself, forget what messages it might send to other people, which obviously is a whole other conversation. But, um, yeah. And I find that in times, especially like when I've been like worlds more uncomfortable than I could ever be even like maybe in this moment, um, when I made choices to like really consciously select what I felt good in versus what I thought I should wear or look right in. I just, I I don't know. I felt so much more like self-respect too, because it felt like I was approaching it with hundred percent. And I think you brought it up in the episode and I think it's so true of like how we can almost make anything self-care if we put that like energy yeah. and time into it. And like, why shouldn't dressing ourselves be a form of self-care at whatever stage your body is at? Like make that a practice of self-care of picking out something you like that feels good on you in the skin that you're currently in and like making that a self-care and making yourself feel good from outside in just how we can do from inside out like it's just you like you said in the episode like it's just kind of like another tool for Mm -hmm. for self-care for self-confidence for feeling good about you know ourselves as we are in that moment and it's it's it is a form of self-respect of you know picking out something that makes us feel good and taking the time to do that like it's so we are so quick to just rush through so many tasks of the day but we really Mm -hmm. can make so many of those tasks forms of self-care or self-respect if we choose to put that lens on it I agree and I think it's something I don't know about you Ju, but at least for myself I know that the way that I dress myself and like which it's funny because I don't think I actually I know I didn't do this like in high school or something like that even if I was uncomfortable in my skin I did not go a day in high school of like not doing my hair like straightening it or like wearing makeup whereas now I'm like so much more likely to not wear makeup not do my hair um and I'm sure it comes with just like obviously COVID in general, but I think just like expectations of ourselves in different phases of our lives and whatnot. However, um, I do think that now, especially, and of course we have different layers of what's important to us and what's not, but I am much more likely to sacrifice, sacrifice quote unquote, like uh, styling myself or doing makeup or something. This is in the day-to-day, not for like an event per se, for an event, I'm so fucking extra. Um, But 
I'm much more likely to sacrifice in the everyday, like how I make myself look or the way I take care of myself in that sense versus other things. Yeah, but I was like, I like how Ashley was saying, like, there's a way to do to make yourself like look good in order to feel good, even if it's just like elevated athleisure. Yeah, you know, like there is a and I think there is a way to do it without taking an hour to get ready in the morning. There's a way to do it where it's like, okay, maybe we can commit like five minutes to ourselves of yeah. like just, you know, putting on a, you know, a, a face lotion so that we don't look dry and like brushing our hair and then picking out an athleisure outfit that is conducive to our lifestyle, but isn't just like a 10 year old sweatshirt from the closet yeah. because just that little difference does really make us feel different I know personally when I'm wearing a cute workout outfit that I love that matches and it's like and it fits right and it feels good I definitely feel better even in that versus maybe some like old leggings that are a little bit itchy and like a big sweatshirt that I've had for 10 years like totally. it does make that little difference and that takes what two extra minutes Totally. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times we do choose, I know for, for myself and this literally might be a me thing, but like, I definitely do notice, actually, I literally said this before, but I'm thinking about it in terms of workout outfits, like depending on how I genuinely feel in my skin, I feel like I pick different things. Like if I do feel more comfortable, I feel like I'm more likely to choose something that's cuter, which again, is just, I guess, proving my first point, um, which shouldn't be the case, but basically it does because make a difference. Because choosing like, something feel- cute can make you feel good. Exactly. And wait, there was something else that you just said that sparked in me. Sparked. Oh, just um, something I mentioned, I think, in one of our last couple of episodes, just about like my routine changing a little bit ever since we got Ellie, which is fine, um, and how I've really adjusted well. But one of the things that that's come with, although isn't quite positive for one of our really great friends who um, I did used to meet at the gym before now, in the mornings, whereas now like I get to shower at home, which I didn't expect to like love so much. Like I realize now how much I absolutely, actually I knew this in the moment too, but like I fucking hate showering at the gym. Um, Having to like- It just never feels good. Yeah, it's gross. And like having to pack all of my stuff and like hop around like naked in in the locker room, like it's just not comfortable. Um, So part of like what I have really loved is although, I mean, today I work from home, so I'm literally- looking like this um but now that I when going into the office I just feel like I'm more intentional since I'm showering about even if it's like scrunching my hair a little bit or like putting on a little bit of makeup or when I get to work I have like a separate makeup bag at work so that if I don't have time to do it when I'm home just so I feel a little bit more right put together on a little bit of mascara takes one minute yeah exactly and I think also in terms of just like how we feel and how we show up I think that in the non-shallow way and more so in the way that we feel like right now at work I'm in a role where like I do desire being taken seriously for the purpose of a lot of stigma around age um we know that in our 20s and a lot of stigma around age and being a woman and like leading things no matter like what we want to say so a lot of the people that um I like manage at our job are significantly older than me yeah which is fine but I know what type of like stigma comes along with that so yeah. I think that like not show up in pigtails or something right. um especially if like on an important call or something like that I think does change the way that I feel in yeah. what I'm doing 
well, it just gives you that sense a little bit of, of confidence, like we were saying. And, you know, just to, it feels like you're presenting yourself in a way that you feel confident about in that scenario. And yeah. that, that's what's important about in, you know, Ashley talked a lot about dressing for your life, your lifestyle, and also like what the scenario is. You know, we don't have yeah, to wear definitely. a ball gown all the time. Like, it's okay to like have cute athleisure clothes and like feel good in that if you're working from home. Um, but sometimes different, you know, it can, it can boost our confidence level in the way we show up if we put that just like, like tiny little bit of extra effort into it and not for others, for ourselves to make yeah, us feel definitely. good so that we can show up in the best, the best way for ourselves. Definitely. No, I totally agree. And I definitely have work to do. We all do. But We all yeah. do. But thanks for sharing that. But I think that that is something that a lot of um, young people in like higher roles struggle with, like the, the being taken seriously um aspect of things like I feel that a lot I feel that honestly almost in every scenario in my life because I look so young um I mean you look really young too but literally people think I'm 16 like and so I struggle with that a lot of like feeling like I want to be taken seriously because I look so young and I know that's something that does make me look a little older is when I put on a little makeup or if I'm wearing you know something that is more fitted or whatever like it just, it just does help me in that area to feel at least like, okay, I look more my age um, because I know when I'm like walking into the grocery store in a sweatshirt and like no makeup on that, I do look 16. So. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a really, that's like a really real, obviously, I guess, str- uh, struggle or challenge that you come up against when it comes to like fit, like part of your I guess job and tell me if I say this wrong, but like is for people to be able to picture you beyond the way that you tell a story, but like to be able to believe that you are a specific person. So like, if they don't feel like you look the part, no matter how talented you are, that's a really big challenge. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like how she, she made the reference to like Superman and his like costume. And I think it's fun to think of it sometimes as costumes. Like this is my costume for when I'm like, working from home this is my costume for when I'm on a job interview and like I don't know for me as an actor like that feels fun because it's like oh I'm playing like this version of myself right now yeah well I love that you're painting it like that because I think a lot of times when we think of like a costume at least my initial thought is like oh it's a it's an act or it's not real so I love that it's instead it's real but it's just for this version of me Julia at the park Julia at a job interview Julia on a date with like I love that there's it's still you it's just different like roles that you step into yeah absolutely and I think we all have that we all have different sides of ourselves that we like bring out more in certain scenarios and that doesn't mean you're not being true to yourself it's just like this is you in this scenario or this is you showing off this part of your personality or this part of your talents you know and like Brenda in a in a meeting with like a bunch of older execs is gonna is going to present a little differently than like Brenda on wine night in her living room totally yeah a good thing yeah definitely so it's super interesting but if you haven't listened to it yet definitely check out Thursday last Thursday's episode with athlete Ashley she is like so smart so eloquent 
gave so many amazing tips, tricks, tools, especially if this is something you're not really super familiar with, but also if this is something that you love, like I love clothes, I love dressing myself and I still learned so much from her. So definitely a fun episode to check out and um, stay tuned for the Charity Stripe plus Julia taste challenges. Yeah, definitely go on and message them and tell them that like this segment doesn't exist without Julia. Yeah, it's not possible. Let them know that you won't be watching it if I'm not there presenting it. And let's see how that turns out. Let's see that. What'd you get? What did you just pull out of the drawer? Oh, I realized that I'm disgusting and and I, not disgusting, but I'm chaotic and I left my necklace out on the table and it was bothering me. <laughs> Chaos. Okay, well, on that note, put your jewelry away. <laughs> Take yourself on a hot girl walk and uh, eat a nostalgic childhood snack. <laughs> what did you say? I said eat some ding dongs. Yeah, eat some ding dongs and then take yourself for a hot girl walk to uh, counterbalance all of the absolute fake synthetic chemicals in the ding dong. <laughs> but it's nostalgic and good. That's right, baby. That's right. Um, okay, we will see you back here on Thursday with, I think, Amy Lou for Enneagrams. It's going to be so fun. So excited. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts, and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.